You're listening to Cross the Line 1524, the common man's podcast. But I came here with just one drink. It's Cross the Line 1524. Join us at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy with a glass of bourbon, table 12, as guys sit around and discuss distilleries, common day events, or whatever comes to the bar top. That's right. Cross the line, 1524. Well, we're live at the Brookville On Tap Beer and Bourbon Festival. It was held in our hometown of Brookville, Indiana. We got several great interviews here. I sit back, relax, and enjoy. It was a great event. It was packed. Couldn't ask for anything better. It was a great day. Weather was great. And the cool cocktails were awesome. Over there. Yeah. yeah, that's the way we like it. And it's running. Like, that's cool. Yeah. I, got, I just bought one recently for my... I've got a so beer. We're here with Cross the Line 1524. We're at the Brookville on Top Beer and Bourbon Festival. We're trying to grab these guys before it gets busy here. We have somebody local here. Uh-oh. A little brewery located outside the little town of... Oldenburg? Oldenburg, that's right. right. My sons went to school at Oldenburg. Oh, did so they? I know that yeah. a little bit. So I'm Alan Stanger with... Jeff Montag. Dwayne Bischoff. And, and Steve Staley. Steve Staley from Creek Bottom Brewery. So tell us how you got started in the brewery industry. So um, I started brewing around the year 2000 as a home brewer. And I got more and more interested in it. Uh, my background is I'm a scientist. So I'm naturally curious about making things better. Um, so I, then I started entering competitions, um, and I got these critiques back from judges, and they said, well, they told me all these things I could do to make it better. I thought, how do they know that? So then I started looking into it, and I studied, and I became a certified beer judge. So I'm actually a national beer judge. That's pretty cool. So yeah. Yeah. And, then, and then I was able to, from there, <coughs> um, always had a dream of starting a brewery. I'm um, getting close to retiring from my real job. I work for Cummins Engine, actually, full-time. Oh, this okay. is a part-time gig. All right. Um, You're not supposed to tell me about that. Yeah, well, it's all right. <laughs> um, you got <laughs> to work to pay for your hobby. <laughs> yeah, that's, exa- that's exactly yeah. what I got to do. And um, so one thing led to another. My wife says, you need to have something to do when you retire. So I said, okay, we're going to start a brewery. So that's what we did. Nice. So we've got, um, uh, we've got a 100-acre farm outside Oldenburg. And I've got a uh, post and bean barn. I put the brewery inside of that. And now we've got a tap room in Oldenburg. It's been open about two years now. And it's real easy to find because all you got to do is look for the police station because we're in with the police station. You, you have to be the only <laughs> tap room I know of located in the same building as the police station. Yep. Well, so you can get your breathalyzer on the way out. That's right. Make sure you're good to drive. Right. <laughs> only in Franklin County, Indiana. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. So... So, but that's kind of how we got where we're at. And then um, I keep trying to come up with different ideas for different beers. And now we've, we've, um, and we now actually are a winery so we can make ciders. So we've got our very first cider on tap here today. Awesome. Oh, cool. All right. So, any Great. thoughts about because of the dis- distilling laws in Indiana, uh, before you become a distiller, you have to either do a winery or a, a brewery. brewery. So, any thoughts about moving forward? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah, we've already planned it. So sounds familiar. Um, yeah, the uh, we're working through those requirements. I've always had already had the conversation with Excise, um, 
and I've connected with a couple of distilleries. My son actually wants to be the one who runs it. He, he does some of the brewing. He does a lot of the brewing for me now. Um, I do all what's called cellaring and those kinds of things, so the more science stuff at the back end. Uh, but he wants to start a distillery. So we're kind of looking at some properties right now because where when you have a distillery, it's really better if you own it. And, yeah. and you have to... Especially you if you're going for the artesian distillers. And artillery, an artesian distillery license in Indiana requires you to serve it where you distill it. So we don't necessarily have people coming out to the farm constantly, so we're going to find a building in right. it. That'll be the tap room, the winery, and then we'll build a distillery in there. Cool. So, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to doing that. But I love doing it. I mean, I really do. So when and your wife said find something to do when you retire, <laughs> don't you think she meant like fishing, hunting, no, hiking? She, no, 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 <laughs> no. She knew much better than that because that wouldn't keep me near busy enough. If, I, if I'm not doing something 60, 60 hours a week, then I'm just, I'm bored. Right. So I, I am uh, about as uh, type A person as you're going to find. Right. That's uh, that's most of us actually. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, you have to have something yeah. to do. Right. But anyway, we're uh, this is second year out here in Brookville. Um, uh, I so, love working with Third Place. They sell our beer here as well. Yeah. So, so uh, you guys weren't part of the conversation. So Mick's thinking about doing something downstairs in the room fifty, table fifty two, uh, with maybe the creek bottom and doing chicken dinners and all kind of things. Nice. So. Yeah. Got some uh, things great. in the works here, so yeah. Yeah. and I know a bourbon guy that he has to do bourbon tastings yeah. at the same there time. So we could do the same thing. Absolutely, sounds like a blast. Yeah. So, what flavors of beer do you offer? So we stick primarily with German styles and English styles. Uh, well, being in Oldenburg, uh, that would would make a lot of yep. sense, right? So we do a lot of lagers. A lot of breweries don't like to do lagers because they're very difficult to make and they take a really long time. Um, but we're in Oldenburg, so we're going to make German lagers. Right. That's what right. we do, right? So we always have at least two lagers on tap at any given time. Um, we just introduced yesterday what's called a cold IPA. So it's a uh, it's a IPA. It's an ale, but it's it's fermented at lagering temperatures. Since we're good at making lagers anyway, we decided to do that. Cool. So it's just it's they only really started to show up on the market about a year ago. So we've got one of the, our first ones here today, as a matter of fact. Awesome, awesome. So we're, we're going to do some tasting here in a little bit, and we'll mm -hmm. stop over to see you for sure. So what's in the future, I mean, beer-wise for you? I know you're doing getting, thinking about wines and yep. distilled so, products. So the next, the next thing for us, that, uh, now that we've got ciders on tap, um, I want to try, since we're a winery technically, now I actually want to do a mead. Because that's okay. a good thing. There you go. We got yeah. some honey guys got some here. Honey exactly. producers here. That's right, and I, I and I like to do things local. So the whole reason we actually went down the whole cider route is because Dolls Orchard outside right. of Oldenburg right. they approached yeah. me and they said, "Hey, we'd love to sell you apples to make cider." So that's why we're doing it. There nice. you go. Cool. Nice. Um, and then, uh, as far as beer is concerned, we're going to be introducing uh, uh, some start to do some Belgium style nice. here shortly. So um, that'll be the probably the next big thing from a beer standpoint. Good deal. Good deal. Sounds like you've got your roadmap laid out. More or less. More or less. So, Steve, are you originally from Oldenburg area? So, I'm originally from Pentown. So, we're oh, in yeah. Sunman. Okay. Right? So, um, yeah, we moved. When we got married, uh, we moved to Oldenburg, lived in an apartment actually in Oldenburg, and then we bought, we lived in Batesville for a while. Then we finally bought the 
farm out in Hamburg about uh, almost 30 years ago. Really? All right. Great. So enjoy doing it. Cool. All right. Well, you're on the good side of the line. Uh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to let him go because it's going to be time to do some tasting here in a minute. That's right. Yeah. So for Cross right. the Line 1524, I'm Alan Stanger with Jeff Montag, Dwayne Bischoff, Mike Gardner, and our very and special Steve guest. Yep. All right. Drink on, fellas. Thank you. Thanks, Thank Steve. Batesville Liquor Co. in Batesville, Indiana, and Teppy Liquors in Brookville, Indiana have whatever you need to cool down during the hot summer days and summer nights. Just in is the old 55 barrel picks, which include the sweet corn mash bill. Jake Ireland's off-hours barrel pick is also in. Get both of these while you still can. Are you looking for ready-to-drink cocktails? They've got them. They also have your mixers and accessories to go with whatever cocktail you want to make. Hard Truth out of Nashville, Indiana just stopped in and dropped off the two barrels that Batesville Liquor Co. selected. We tasted it, and it's some great stuff. Guess what? Our friends at Logsdale Distillery have finally made it to Indiana. Try the Monks Road Bourbon and Gin. It is now available. Did somebody say beer? Stock up on both domestic and imported beers. Now, if you're into a fine cigar, they have a walk-in humidor as well in Batesville Liquor Co. Check it out. Located at 315 Shopping Village in Batesville, Indiana, or Tebby Liquor on Main Street in Brookville. Let them know that the Cross the Line 1524 crew sent you. So we're back here with Cross the Line 1524 at Brookville on Tap Beer, Wine, and Bourbon Festival. So we've got another special guest here. We're trying to get everybody in before they start doing pours for everybody. So tell us who you are. Hi, my name is Nikki Stoller. I'm one of the owners of Boone County Jail Distillery. We're out of Boone County, Indiana, in Lebanon. Oh. Lebanon, Indiana. <laughs> got some fans. Um, we took another a podcast. Jail. Oh, yeah. Thought we go way back, those beer guys. Um, we took an old jail a few years ago. It was up for auction, and we decided to make something of an old historic building, give it a new purpose. So that was a distillery. So, you know, that's kind of, in retrospect, making a jail into a distillery, there was a bunch of drunks in there at one time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny you say that. You know, actually, I was working at an event yesterday, and a guy was like, I actually was in that jail for being on for underage drinking. I'm like, now look at us. Really exactly. exactly. There's probably so a few funny. spirits still left wandering around there since it's an old jail. You know? I don't want to know. You don't want to know? There's a few ghost hunting groups that really want to come in. and yeah, it, Oh, yeah, you do the whole thing? Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. want to know. Spirits of a different kind now. Exactly. So how did you get? How did you decide you wanted to be a dis distiller? So my family's been in the liquor business for about three generations. My grandfather was a truck driver. So he used to pick up alcohol from distributors at night. And during the day, he would deliver to stores and restaurants. My dad, he was a liquor distributor in Illinois for about 30 years. He still does importing. So he imports stuff such as tequila, cognacs, rums. And then this is kind of a third generation, my brothers and I and my you know, dad all get to enjoy something together. Awesome. Great. Mm -hmm. So what, or do you do just bourbons or do you do vodkas? We have vodka, 
uh, Boone County Jail Vodka, and then we also have a Hoosier Vodka. We have... So stop. Hoosier Vodka. Hoosier Vodka. The labels are really fun, too. you got to come see those. Uh, we have a Conjugal Visit Moonshine. We have to <laughs> Okay. So, oh, um, boy. That's always an awkward conversation. We have to explain what that is. But <laughs> a lot of people know. I'd say one out of 50 people know. Well, you so see, you need a Our conception vodka know. now, right? Too. Right? Oh yeah, no, we could get. We've got a list of, of names that we like. We don't know when we're gonna touch that one. <laughs> so I want to go back to the Hoosier vodka because you're in a Hoosier state right now. You yep. realize that? So yep. we're. Well, I'm trying to piece that together. Well, they're they're in Indiana, Indiana. living yep. in Indiana. Oh, yep. You are. Boone County, Indiana. 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 Uh -huh. okay. I know there's a few. There's Illinois. There's. Uh, I Kentucky. Kentucky. See, Kentucky's right across Kentucky. the river from us here. Yep. So that's what had my confusion. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're we're Indiana. All right. They Amen. actually won't let us sell our stuff in uh, our Hoosier vodka, at least in Kentucky. I, I don't get Amen. why. You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. some Kentucky fans. So we were just yeah. in Lebanon, Kentucky, believe it or not. Right. Last yeah. weekend at uh, Wilderness, not Wilderness Trail, Limestone Branch Distillery, yeah. interviewing one of the last beams who are actually a distiller, Stephen Bean. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Love so, to listen to that. Uh, so what's in the future for you guys? What are you looking... Besides so, these funky names for uh, yep, some bourbons and vodkas. Just expanding on some of our brand names, Conjugal Visit. We're hoping to come out with some more moonshine flavors in the next few years. We really try to use all real ingredients. So we're using exactly what you would put in a cocktail at home, making these recipes from a mixology standpoint. Awesome. So... So you guys are going to you're going to have to come up with some stories for where you came up with these names. Oh, I know, but that's what I'm saying is is you're going to have to get that down and and whether you make it up or not, it's got got to come up with something interesting with that. I agree. Especially the conjugal visit one. Actually, most of our flavors come from events such as these. So we we have a root beer float we just came out with this week, and it's delicious, but. I kept hearing at these events, we have another bourbon cream product. Okay. And people would, would try the bourbon cream and say, I'm going to make this in a root beer float at home. And I was just like, I'm going to just make a root beer float for you. Right. There you uh, go. So it's been really exciting to come back to these Indiana on tap events. And now I get to you know, show the consumers exactly what they guided us. That is that awesome. Right yeah, great. Awesome. So I don't want to scare anybody, but you see the line? line I see They that. were lined up to get in here. That yeah. awesome? They're yeah. ready to storm the place. Rain hasn't stopped anyone. No, no. That rain's going to blow around us, yeah. right? It's going to go around us, yeah. going to go around us. Sun's shining again. Mm -hmm. So I know you got to get ready to do some pours. Anything else you want to tell us about Boone County? Um, Indiana. You know, we're just uh, we're <laughs> a local Indiana distillery. We love being in the state. We're going to hopefully order, uh, open a tasting room next February, March. Nice. You can come and enjoy some spirits and coffee in a jail cell. So... So oh, there you, you go. So I'll get a little more in depth. Are you actually, are you sourcing some of your product, distilling your product, a blend? Both. Yep. Both? Okay. Yep. So we do make our, hopefully next year we'll actually have our own bourbon. It's about to be four years, but. And, don't you know, don't rush it. Just you wait till it's ready. Exactly. Right. So, My brother so, will be the judge of that. So for us that are more geographically inept, Boone County, Indiana <laughs> is in what part of the state? Um, Central. So it's north of Indianapolis. Okay. About 30 minutes and some other suburbs in there. Zionsville. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Where that's at. So, yeah. If you're ever, we don't have a tasting room yet, but if you 
We'll stay in contact right. once you get a tasting room. We'll be coming to that's, see you. That's right. Sounds like Absolutely. a road trip. So, yep. Thank you, guys. All right. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Very nice meeting you. Nice meeting you. Well, if you're looking to learn more about the bourbon country in probably the most unorthodox way you've ever heard it, you need to listen to Two Shots on a Barrel podcast. You can join the Bow Brothers, a couple of longtime goofy radio DJs from Kentucky, and learn more about what makes the heart of bourbon country so famous. You can listen to the Bow Brothers as they look to interview experts in the bourbon industry and other things that are truly unique to Central Kentucky, like wineries, craft breweries, caves, kayaking, you name it. It's Two Shots on a Barrel podcast with the Bow Brothers. You can find it on all of the major podcast platforms. Two Shots on a Barrel. You can learn more about Kentucky only the way the Bow Brothers can bring it on Two Shots on a Barrel podcast. All right, so we're here with Cross the Line 1524. We're at the Brookville on Tap Beer and Bourbon Festival. Is everybody having a good time? Absolutely. If you're not having a good time, you're at the wrong place. Or you're doing it wrong. Or you're, or doing, you're doing, it doing it wrong. It wrong. <laughs> so let's do this again. I'm Alan Stanger with Jeff Montag. Mike Gardner. Dwayne Bischoff. Ryan Miller. Ryan Miller. Uh, Ryan? I did hear that. that you, time. Did you hear that that time? That was better. So I've been known to frequent the booth that you're at. What's what well, what good. booth are you at? We're at Hoppy Days Brewery. Hoppy Days. Where are you out of? Glenwood, Indiana. Hey, for now, yeah. Another great Indiana brewery. So uh, you have s- talk to us about how you got in the brewery business. Well, it was kind of during COVID. Uh, everybody was quarantined, and my wife was one of them, and so was I. And uh, It was kind of one of those deals where uh, I got a little nervous when people started saying, you know, we're going to shut down everything. And I said, you know what, honey, I think you'd be pretty good at brewing beer. <laughs> because she was a chemist before she's a, a okay. nurse practitioner. She's a nurse practitioner now, but okay. she was a chemist before that. And I said, uh, I think you need to take on that hobby. I think you'd be good at it because, I, I mean, really, she would be. And so I, uh, she's our brewmaster, and I just help her. I'm I'm kind of a plumber, farmer. You're, I do a little bit of everything. You're, so you're she's the, the beauty in the brain. Yeah, she does <laughs> all the chemistry side of it. Cool. And uh, I tell her whether I like it or not and what most people like. And Are you the, the head taster? I'm probably the head taster. <laughs> okay. I'd say that's right your now. job title? Yeah. There's a few up around that. here today that's passed me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know there's been a few head tasters here today. Uh, I might have been that's tasting that thing. porter a little bit. So. <laughs> yeah. so talk to us about the different flavors you have beer-wise. Uh, you know, we, we, we like good, easy-drinking beers. I mean, I, I know I do. Uh, you know, we don't, we, we've made a couple IPAs, and I'm not happy with them yet. So... A lot of people start with, you know, double IPAs, and they want this real hoppy beer. You know, I mean, our name's Hoppy Days, so I feel like a lot of people are like, where's your hoppiest beer? I'm like, well, we really don't have that yet. Just not happy with it yet. So we've got a lot of malty beers. Uh, Our porter's really good. It's a really popular beer. Easy drinking porter. It's not heavy on you. I'll vote for that Uh, every day. You know, it's it's got a lot of caramel malts in it. And then uh, our brown ales are our most popular. It's called Watusi. We get the most, uh, I guess, the best response out of it from from all our beers. It has a little bit of a hint of vanilla, caramel, malts. It's very easy drinking. Uh, it's about 5'2", somewhere in there. Nice. So, nice. yeah. 
So it's easy drinking beers. That I mean, you that's know, what that, you need. Yeah. I mean, right. I don't want to. I don't want to fill you up with something that's crazy with you know double IPAs, triple IPAs, all that dry hop stuff. I mean, it's just not who we are. We just like easy drinking beers. We like fried chicken and you know grill out. We do. We do a lot of that stuff. So you're you're in the right crowd right, there. Right, yeah. Yeah. We're a bunch of chicken I mean, we fit in. Here. We fit in right here. I, yeah. I, I feel yeah. at home. I there you go. Yeah. There you go. So what's in the future for you guys? Uh, we're, that's why we're doing these things. Uh, we're here to network and, and spread the word, let people try our beers, let us know what they think. If they don't like them, we haven't had anybody spit it out in front of us. Not yet. <laughs> anyway, so, you know, so we're just here to you know see what people think and whether they like it. We've had a really good response. This is our second uh, brew fest. We did the one in Rushville. Nice. Uh, it was very busy. Uh, had a really good response from, from then till now. And same way today. I mean, just a lot of great people coming up and telling us they really like our beer. Nice. Uh, nice. So uh, where is it available? Where can where if somebody comes down here and tastes it, where can they go get it? Right now, we're just doing everything, like, on Facebook. So we have a Facebook page, Hoppy Days Brewing, LLC. Uh, and so if somebody would want to buy right now, it would be just a keg. So you can buy a fifth barrel or right. a half barrel keg. And you can do it on uh, through our inst, you know instant messenger right through our facebook page okay uh, until we find a tasting room i mean that's why we're here right you know we want to find a place and it's got to be the right place i mean i'm not in a hurry if it takes us you know whoever however long right. it takes us i want the right spot right right, right. Uh, you know uh we make good beer and so we just that's what we're looking for well you don't want to rush i mean like the hop you said it's just not right yet so you're not going to serve it because it's right. not yeah like our double ipa is right. not what i want you know right. i mean I, i've had a lot of beer we it's kind of what we do you know i mean we've been doing it for years just uh we're fans of breweries and microbreweries and distilleries and that kind of thing so yeah. right and if so you're not happy with the yeah. odds are somebody else isn't going right. to be so yeah, i mean we wait till you know got it right what, you know uh i guess what sells uh, what people like just by being around a lot of them you know we kind of tour them and uh, when we go on vacation we try to hit up a couple here and there and, um you know just uh, and take a lot of research from just everybody else just right. word of mouth word of mouth's big uh you know i'm not looking to shake up the market with any crazy you know like i say like something nobody's ever tried like right. ghost pepper or anything like that <laughs> i don't want to do anything hey like there's that. an idea <laughs> I, I, yeah you know i just want something that's good you know right, right. people like to drink so so we can you can blame COVID then for your COVID th- is the reason I'm in the brewing. Yeah, that's, that's believe it or not, that's the reason we're into podcasting. Really, amazing how it all works right? out. Yeah. What else you got to do, right? Might as well sit around yeah. and do something. That's well, right. we the idea came prior to COVID, but COVID made it happen. Right after I got finished with my COVID, because I actually got yeah COVID, but. Yeah, it's amazing. It gave us something to do for a long time. Well, when they yeah. first said, you know, you can get six to eight people, well, there was eight of us, and we're like, well, all right. So we'd sit around and have dinner and record a podcast or two, have a few drinks, and just sure. en- enjoy each other's company and have a good time. Yeah. And it's went from there. So yeah. get, give, So you don't have a tasting room yet, so you're just Not doing yet. online. Yeah. So, so what's your website? It's Hoppy Days LLC is basically our Facebook page. Okay. If you, if you search Hoppy Days LLC, you'll find us. Find it. Your hashtag Watusi Brown Ale. That's our flagship beer that uh, pretty much everybody is really gravitated towards. Uh, you know, like the last two brew fests, we've come with a strawberry and a blueberry beer. Everybody's really, really liked. 
Um, yeah, so Dwayne's got I like the blueberry. The blueberry. That's I've been drinking the brown ale, but I'm going to have to go try the blueberry because yeah, I am a blueberry fan. Well, it's very so. refreshing. It's yeah. a good beer, but you know the blueberry's there, and it's just a refreshing beer. I mean, it's hot like today. Right. Just goes down good. Yeah. Just a good, good, just good want, taste. I like stuff that doesn't sit heavy on your stomach. Right. If you, you know, if you want to drink some more of them, you can. Yeah. Right. That's, that's the way I like it. So. Uh, yeah, it's very good. 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 Yeah. Well, thanks for taking time no to problem. stop thanks it over. I know you're busy. Yep. Get back over there and serve some more beer because I'm going to come over some of the blueberry. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. There Sounds good. Good, good deal. So for Cross right. the Line 1524, I'm Alan Stanger with Jeff Montag, my gardener, Dwayne Bischoff, and our special guest, Ryan Miller, Hoppy oh. Days. We'll see you next time. All right. Thank you. Gilman's Home Centers. With 14 locations and growing, you know what? It's the party time of the year. That's right. You might need some party rentals, and they've got them. They've got bouncy houses, tents, even slushy machines for those adult party-friendly drinks. You know what? Things are heating up, which means you need to start thinking about watering options for your lawn and garden. They've got it. And you know what? It may be too hot for you. They've got plenty of air conditioning units and fans just for you. Gilman Home Centers, with 14 locations in Indiana and Ohio. Okay, good. How many we got? Okay, put your glasses down and your popcorn down. I'm going to teach you guys how... Uh, this is bourbon. How you doing, Sid? Okay, how is bourbon made? Don't overthink it. How is bourbon made? Somebody has to answer it. No, tell her. Corn is one of them. No, you just corn, it. Just corn and water turns into sugar. Okay? Very simple. We're going to reverse that process. Everybody put your hand out and cup it like that, all right? One hand. And, and you need a good bourbon for this, and I can't afford too much. I got basil in here. Oh, Ooh. yeah, there you go. All right? Easy, easy, easy there. So everybody's going to be basil hayden to love you mick everybody yeah. be out washing their yeah. hands with basil hayden the question is is it basil or basil oh you got a lot you're going to don't do anything with it yet yep just, just look product. at it okay we are going to we're going to reverse the process hold on i got to get some you want to get some on sure, your sure. sure absolutely absolutely you guys want to do the same thing Where, where'd you learn to do this mick on the bourbon trail when they we went with <laughs> Tebby Liquor. So, so our podcast group knows this is Mick Wills, the yeah, proprietor okay. of Third Place Take Chocolate. it, just rub it once. Smell the alcohol. You're not going to be able to drive home, are you? You get pulled <laughs> over, you'll be done. Okay, now rub your hands until you burn it off, until you got a lot to rub. Rub harder. <laughs> until it starts dragging. Mine's not dragging yet. When it starts dragging, it's going to smell, we're reversing the process, it's going to smell like grass or corn in the barn, fresh cut grass. Do you smell the grass? It smells like mowed grass? Nope. Okay, now you just keep on rubbing around. Everybody rub. You're, you're getting the corn oil out. When you're done, your hands are going to be cleaned and moisturized, okay? That was one shot. I'm going to charge this 10 for it, so 10 minutes. <laughs> all right? We're all good. Thank you. Thank you, Mick. Thank you. You know how alcohol that is, right? So whatever you do, right. try this at home. Rub it to you, sir. So you feel it gets... Did you know that beef jerky is packed with protein and is considered a healthy snack? 
Check out Stanger Sugar Shack Gourmet Beef Jerky. 100% pure beef with no fillers or additive. MSG free and most flavors are gluten free. If you're eating jerky that has a reddish tint to it, give us a try and see what gourmet jerky tastes like. Our cuts of meat are from the brisket. Not ground up, not processed, pure 100% beef. Our flavors include maple pepper, our original lakeside brisket. We have ghost pepper flavor. We have blazing beef sriracha flavor. Gotta try our speakeasy bourbon, our campfire barbecue, and our totally teriyaki flavor. Our favorite though is our old fashioned maple bacon jerky. That's right, we have maple bacon jerky. You can find all of our jerky at all the Gilman Home Center stores throughout Indiana and Ohio, at the Easy Stop Fuel Mart, State Route 46 in St. Leon, Indiana, and of course online at StangerSugarShack.com. Use discount code 1524 to receive a special 10% discount on any online order. Stanger Sugar Shack Gourmet Jerky, what jerky should be. All right, uh, so we're here at the Brookville I can hardly talk. Can't remember where we're at. <laughs> that means it's been a good day. It is. It's, it's been a good day. <laughs> it's the Brookville on Tap Beer, Bourbon, and Wine Festival, and we're having a good time. We're winding down. The whole time we've been here, there's been a booth next to us. It's had to endure us, playing music, doing interviews, <laughs> but she slipped us some food. She knows how to get to us. Yes. Okay. So uh, introduce yourself and tell us about your, your business. Okay, we are Twisted Flight. Uh, my partner Kathy Johnson and I, Lynn Mathena, came up with this business uh, to serve a need at beer festivals. Um, when you're walking around tasting different beers, I like IPAs, ales, and porters, you need to cleanse your palate. Right. So we came up with um, making pretzel necklaces because a lot of times people want to bring them but don't have time, don't have the materials. It's just nicer to come and support a local business. So Kathy and I go way back to the. We go way back. We the old days. Back to the old days. And we've maintained a friendship ever since. And we decided to come up with this business model that our two goals: number one, have fun. Number two, don't lose money. There you go. And it's our retirement vacation fund. And so we're, we are working towards um, taking a vacation. We were planning to go to Malaysia and then COVID. Nice. Yeah. So now we're kind of regrouping. We might go sailing. Yeah. Nice. Somewhere. Um, but, yeah, we came up with this. Um, we've evolved over time. We have all pretzels with a beef stick, or we have some that have some butter cookies. They have um, an adjustable string on them so if you are a smaller stature person you can bring it up that's not us yeah yeah well so so to explain to our listeners what what you have is when you talk about the pretzels it's a necklace it's a pretzel necklace pretzel necklace and the intent is that you can go around and do the different tastings and have a pretzel right there at hand all the time yes so you can wear it um, we package them in bags so that if you don't want to wear it on a very hot, humid day like today, you can carry it. But that way you go and you sample a beer, have a pretzel, then you can have another sample without cross-tasting. Yeah. Cross so we, we need to buy these in bulk for when we do the podcast. That's right. <laughs> we do. Well, when we are your neighbors, we will take care of our podcast friends. Awesome. Awesome. 
And well, I think Jeff, I, I walked away. I think Jeff got into my butter cookies. Uh-oh. <laughs> and me. the butter cookies, some people say they don't go with beer. But when you have a bourbon or a spirit, yeah, they do. And yeah. they're really not bad with beer. They're good, right. though, still. So. Good, good. Great, great business model. Yeah. So where, whatever, what other festivals will you be at this year? Um, our last festival we will be at is um, up in Lawrence, Indiana. We're from central Indiana. We hooked up with Indiana on tap about five years ago. And we usually do four to five. So we kind of added a third, third item to our business model. And that is to not burn out. Right. 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 So we do four to five biz festivals a year with Indiana on tap. Great, great events. Always well attended. And Awesome. Good. We are looking forward to coming back to Brookville. We're good. It's a great venue. Um, great people. Tavern makes great pizza. It does. Yeah. So this is only their second year down here. So were you here last year? No, we were not. Oh, okay. I think it fell when we were both going to be out of town. Okay. Us too. We were in Key West at yeah, the time. Yeah, we were in Key oh, West. Yeah. We were podcasting in Key West. Yeah. All of you? Yeah. Not me. Not, not him. Not Mike not wasn't him. There. I was out. There was a group of eight of us, four couples. Okay. So, yeah. Well, I will be traveling. Kathy just got back from Maine a couple of weeks ago, and then I'm going to the Dominican Republic next week, and we're trying to figure out where we're going to go. Maybe at the end of this year, beginning of next nice. year. Well, that's great. That's great. Life's too short to stay in Indiana the whole time. you got to travel. That's, that's right. right. There's, There's a lot of places see. to see in the world. A yeah. lot of beer to drink in the world. And if you got great friends to travel with, uh, it yes. makes it all the better, doesn't it? It does. If so. you can create a little hobby business to make a little money right. to help the travel, hey, mm -hmm. why not? Yeah. Yep. Good deal. Good so. deal. Well, you well, guys, we've enjoyed being next to you. You guys play great music. Actually, all of that music is independent music. So okay. that's besides the podcast. Did you hear that? She was talking, she was talking to you. She was talking to you. Oh, well. Pretzel Fest in Germantown. Okay. And see, I've heard about the German fest. Her exact words were, were you'd sell the shit out of that. Okay. There you go. All right. You might want to check me. You might want to check We can do that. Yeah, it's internet. So. Um, so we might have to look into that. We, you know, uh, we had a someone approach us about working a, making these available at a family event. Oh, yeah. There yeah. you go. You know, with kids and adults so right. that we could do that. We can yeah, put a nice. party pack together. Yeah. You can yeah. even almost ship them to them. We, oh, that's a good idea. Just order them and say, hey, yeah. I want 50 of them. Put them in a tote. Ship them off. There yeah, you go. Absolutely. Go. Business model expanding. You never know. <laughs> nice, nice. We may be traveling the world on these businesses. There, there, there you go. go. <laughs> Let us know. We might cross paths. That's right. <laughs> well, good deal. So for Cross the Line 1524, I'm Alan Stanger with Jeff Montag, Mike Gardner, Dwayne Bischoff, and our special guest, Lynn Mathena and Kathy Johnson with Twisted Flight. Good deal. We'll see you all next time. Bye, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Looking for a Hyson side-by-side -side or ATV? 
How about a youth model Tau-Tau quad or dirt bike? Stop by Hoosier Power Sports at 7892 Schumann Road in St. Leon, Indiana, or visit our website at HoosierPowerSports.com for the latest inventory. We are the Tri-State's largest Hyson and Tau-Tau sales and service center with a large selection in stock all the time. Don't shop the other guys who just want you to leave a deposit and maybe you'll get a side-by-side sometime this year. We've got plenty in stock all the time. Hoosier Power Sports at 7892 Schumann Road in St. Leon, Indiana, or visit our website at HoosierPowerSports.com. So, welcome to Cross the Line 1524, the Common Man's Podcast, and we're down here at Brookville on tap, the Beer and Bourbon Festival. How you guys doing? Doing good. Good. So, we're starting early with our interviews because these guys are going to have to uh, they gotta work. learn some stuff. Yeah. So, we're here with... Jep the Creed. Yes. It's not really Jep the Creed, but talk to us a little bit. What's your name and tell us a little bit about Jep the Creed. Yeah, I'm sales manager for Jep the Creed Distillery. I'm out of Shelbyville, Kentucky. It's a mother and daughter who decided to uh, start their own spirits line. Uh, the mom is a master distiller. The daughter is in charge of marketing and sales for us. And um, we're now in about six states in the U.S. and one other country. Um, we make vodkas, moonshine, and brandy, and obviously from Kentucky, make bourbon. Awesome. So uh, a couple of us actually stepped at, stopped at Jep the Creed last year. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so we, we got to taste yeah. uh, your flavored vodkas, and we tasted the bourbon. It was only two years old at the time, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beautiful so, facility. So you, your bourbons use a different corn than most yeah, that's what makes us stand out uniquely amongst uh, all of our uh, other Kentucky distilleries. Um, they decided to do a state-grown heirloom varietal corn called Bloody Butcher. You can see it here. It's a red corn. It's an heirloom varietal. It's sweeter than the white and yellow corn, so it ends up giving a, a whole different tasting experience when it comes to uh, the bourbon. Obviously, there's no stipulation on what type of corn to use when you're making whiskey and bourbon, so that's where they went down this road uh, with this one. As she was growing it, she was growing the white and yellow corn that a lot of others use, but when she was growing that heirloom varietal in the same land, all the turkey and the deer were coming and eating this bloody butcher and uh, skipping the white and yellow, so that's where it kind of, a light bulb went off in her head to say, hey, wow. Um, we definitely need to, uh, if, the, if it's good for the critters, it's got to be gotta good be for good. the herb. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I noticed you also have a rye. So do you make your own rye, or is that a sourced rye? Yeah, so far we're sourcing it uh, currently. Uh, we definitely get the core. The rye has been tricky on trying to just... We know all about rye. Yeah. We're from Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> we grew up close to Lawrenceburg, Indiana, yeah. where there happens to be a, one of the largest rye distilleries around so but we, yeah we're we locally that. sourcing uh it and that was part of the whole name the creed of jeff the creed is right. always either grow our natural grow ourselves or we'll uh, locally source out for the ingredients for all of our different products so definitely um, utilizing that and then too with teaching some of the other farmers because the family owns over 2,000 acres of land to grow all the bloody butcher corn but uh, obviously, sometimes you get the cross contamination. If, right. if we're growing bloody butcher here, but he's the next door right. farmer is growing white corn. In the middle, you have a pink corn, which they are working on trying to do something with that. <laughs> yeah, because we have that opportunity to experiment with a little uh, cross contamination. Yeah. Yeah. Cross pollination. Cross pollination. Yeah, yeah pollination. Go. 
Cool. Uh, so cool. yeah, no, it ends up being a great experience. Um, we uh, our four grain was our flagship one, the first one that came out, and that was when it was two years old. Right. Me since then we've been bottling, bottling, reballing, um, and but it's been in the same bottle, but now it's up to the four year. Four mark. year, right. Yeah. All right. So and then we'll start to change the labels to say that age statement, even though we don't have to, but right. we just want to let everyone know that uh, how long we've been there and, and how long uh, what they're going to taste when they go to try it. It said this was our flagship. We put it at 98 proof. And the reason why we went with the four grain to start off with, it goes back when they were practicing mash bills. And between our master distiller, Joyce, and her husband, Bruce, one liked the high rye and one liked the high weed when it came off the steel. And as a married couple, do they compromise? <laughs> so, uh, so the four grain's been our flagship. It's got a beautiful flavor now. It was great even then when we were young because it was just letting the world know what's what's about right. to come. Right. So you're bottling you're bottling a four year bourbon now. Yes. And you've got some with you. Yeah. This, All right. This is what we're. Uh, yeah. That's what I'll be sampling today. Okay. And I have great. out because it's now. Guess where we going with these cups? Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's rotated through the market enough now. Um, right. Because some bottles maybe still it's some by some still young bottles out there, but I mean holding it up to the light, you'll be able to tell. Right. Well, how uh, how long it's been there, but either way, it's some people who've loved our young stuff. It was we had a six month out in our. Um, um, bloody butcher creed uh um craft we have some shorter craft bottles and ever some people would love the six month and the year so it's it's every that's the beauty of the whiskey or whiskey category and spirits in general there's something for everybody out there right and so uh some people have loved us young and 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 a lot more people are gonna uh, love us old so great great so and then bourbon's not the only thing you guys make right no, you got no. some other products so, down there because yeah, the to make uh, the other lines of uh, the vodka line where you got hot pepper, honey. We got beehives on our farm we're sourcing All honey right, from. Blueberry. There's some apples still out in the market. You have to really search for it, but there's a few bottles still sitting out there. And then coffee. Um, there's a local coffee shop in downtown Louisville, and we make a cold brew. You basically take the original vodka, no water, press it through cold beans, and boom, you end up having a vodka line, Fla- a real flavored vodka line and then do the same process with our moonshines is taking the white dog of the foregrain and doing the same process of letting it soak in there and that's what i got today with me some apple pie and blackberry but we also have uh-huh. some cinnamon the original and you didn't bring lemonade. that out here <laughs> yeah. and, and who's driving home yeah. it's a short walk out. Yeah. It might be a longer walk back but it's so <laughs> somebody needs to start a book fill of uber this afternoon i just yeah, coming exactly. on They'll, they'll really clean up today. Good deal. Good deal. So uh, your facility is just not a distillery. You have an outside kind of event. I know they do volleyball. And you have Before COVID, I guess you had concerts. So we went down COVID year. You yeah, know, yeah. Things were shut down. But Yeah, no, it's a 15,000 square, 15, square foot facility um, we've built for the future. Um, it's sitting on 100 acres of the land they own. We have our rick houses out back where we offer a barrel experience. Um, yeah, behind the distillery. I want to say it's a plot of probably a quarter of an acre or a half acre where it's all open leading off the patio, so you, we're at a full stage. Uh, we've narrowed the concerts down to by once a month on uh, Fridays. It's called Jamming on Jepta, and you're able to follow us on social media and see when those uh, 
acts are, but they figure if we're going to open on those days, they went with some really good local acts right. to uh, really uh, tr- attract in, attract in uh, some people to have a great time. Yeah, when yeah. we were down there last year, we uh, we stopped in, had lunch. Right. Yeah, had lunch. And uh, tasting, and, and so it was some good food, too. Yeah, yeah. very good. So very good. Oh, it's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a nice little place. So yeah. let everybody know the address of where you're located. Yeah, uh, 500 Gordon Lane, Shelbyville, Kentucky. Uh, 4065 zip code, of course. Um, but yeah, you came misses right off the exit. We we're uh, 30 miles east out of Louisville on the way to Lexington. Good deal. Good deal. We'll put all that information on our uh, webpage and things when the podcast comes out. But uh, I know you got to get in there and get ready to start p- doing pours. If you need tasters to try yeah. the first uh, batch yeah. that you pour, oh, yeah. we volunteer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you, because it's, it's always hard to find those. <laughs> you don't that, want to serve yeah, anything that's bad yeah. to anybody. Yeah. You yeah. make sure it's good. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and having you volunteer, that just makes it a lot easier. Yeah, <laughs> Perfect, perfect. So for Cross the Line 1524, I'm Alan Stanger with Jeff Montag, Dwayne Bischoff, Mike Gardner, and our very special guest, and Mike Stone from Jeff the Creed Distillery. Good deal. Thank we got to go Thanks, drink. Mike. See you. We all know there's nothing like that taste of fresh honey. It's pure as can be, all natural. Check out Hoosier Creek Farm right outside of Brookville, Indiana. You can find them on Facebook at Hoosier Creek Farm. Learn a little bit about beekeeping, what it takes to get that fresh honey. Remember, how do you know it's pure honey? If you don't know the beekeeper, Hoosier Creek Farm, proud to be one of our sponsors at Cross the Line 1524. What a great time we had at the Brookville on Tap Beer, Bourbon, and Wine Festival. I hope you enjoyed our interviews. Uh, It was just a phenomenal time. Got to meet a lot of great people. Uh, If you get a chance, check their products out. I will list them on our Facebook page as well as our web page. So from all of us here across the line 1524, thank you, and we'll see you next time. You've been listening to Cross the Line 1524 with Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt, and Alan Stanger. Remember, you like us? Leave us a five-star rating and positive comment on whatever podcast app you're using. Hey, check out our webpage at www.crossthline1524.com. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. Check out Podcast 1524 on Twitter and Cross the Line 15 slash 24 on Facebook. Give me one before you kick me out the door.